good maggoty morning, Brent. <laughs> oh, that's yeah, that's what we're going with. Yeah, indeed, indeed, it is. Indeed, there's a lot of maggots. I won't smoke them. Yeah. Don't even put, don't even try. I say as I'm smoking a pipe that I didn't know you already put maggots in. Yeah, I did. I did that though, and I also put maggots in the coffee. Now I'm gonna get cirrhosis. Cirrhosis of the spleen. Liver. <laughs> cirrhosis of the the whatever the thing is that happens when you have too much maggot. In All your sorts diet. of colitis. All sorts of colitis. <laughs> That's what. I have that now, so due to maggots, and that's Final because episode. I'm gonna die tomorrow. Yeah, that's because we just ingest ingested a way way too many maggots, uh, specifically due to the fact that we just watched Lucio Fulci's City of the Living Dead, first of the uh, the nightmare. What do they call it? The this the 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 uh, the uh, yeah the trilogy the tr- the trilogy the, of the, the, the dead the hell trilogy of the dead right the gates of hell right yes no? yes gates of hell trilogy okay that's what yeah it is now yeah that's what it is I mean I guess it kind of makes sense up. do not attempt <laughs> to deviate from the story yeah uh, but I, I guess it kind of makes sense because there's a lot of occult. In this, I mean, it starts out with a seance. Uh, apparently, it was um, uh, Fulci had just kind of finished reading up uh, some uh, Lovecraft and wanted yeah. to make a Lovecraft inspired, which tale. makes sense because this story takes place in Dunwich. Yeah, a the original fictitional... script yeah. was Salem. Mm-hmm. Okay, and they're like, no, it's Dunwich now. It was built on top of Salem. Sure, that's why idea. not. You, we played Eternal Darkness. Yeah, we've been there. We know we know the elder like signs. Like Twenty years on the fourth. We would, but there's no head. Yeah, but yeah. So it's it's, it's pretty fun. Uh, lots of references to different occult natures, such as the Book of Enoch, and um, you know, like devil signs, and there's magic involved. <clears throat> there's a fun uh, medium lady who uh, has a lot of impassioned speeches directly to the camera, with complete with um, eye eye zooming close ups. Yeah. As she appears to be addressing us, the viewers, right? It's it's pretty it's pretty spectacular, honestly. And we're we're talking a four thousand year old book. <laughs> will cause the death of us all. It and was written. Yeah, and we are talking about a movie that came out in nineteen eighty, which um, eighty three in America. Yeah, makes makes sense. So nineteen eighty. Yeah, so like uh, it's it's pretty fun, honestly. The thing that I that I enjoy about this is that it has a zombie film title, and there are kind of zombies, yeah. but they're more like angered spirits. Yeah, that can like nothing personnel you at any yeah. given moment. They're incredibly powerful and exceptionally deadly, and um, just horrific to look at. Uh, I also just kind of I, I really enjoyed all of the ill omens that were kind of going on around the city before anything happened. I think I think the Italian title was um, "Fear in the City of the Living Dead." Okay, and I think yeah, it was just like the 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 undead in this film seemed to feed off of the fear. Oh, see, that makes more sense in context of like some of the things that were going on. Like, I think his name is Jerry, the psychologist guy. You know, mm-hmm. he like kind of like focuses and then uses his big brain power. Yeah, his uh, based based uh in red pilled brain to uh you know logically mm-hmm. deny the existence yeah of the monsters he also they... cast sandy ba- barrier on himself after collecting that you know like zelatoth sigil as well as uh santac yeah he did that yeah it, it's it's pretty good it's a pretty good job there um but the, the 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 prosthetics and everything like that that are used in this the makeup that's used in this are so good and like the the death scenes are really fucking there's awesome. There's some there's some really nasty shit in this. Yeah, it was uh, a real fucking treat to to behold. Probably most notably would be the uh, intestinal barfing scene. I would say so. You said that they used veal guts. Yeah. To kind of like at and least the, somewhat make the size the, the poor, make sense. The poor actress. Yeah, she had to like spit up mm-hmm. some like actual intestine and then and then they you know relieved her with a, a fake head that did the majority of the barfing but yeah. any any actual intestinal barfing is a bit too much so here's i don't know did they tell her that right do you think like right. oh yeah like for this scene um you know when you agree to it yeah we'll, we're gonna need you to like barf up some guts right or were they like Eh, don't uh, don't worry about it. Uh, you yeah, you show up, uh, somebody. Yeah. Uh, nobody will know. We got a fake. Coffee, coffee, coffee. Yeah. 
Coffee. Yeah, come on, come on. Coffee, coffee. She was like, oh, I don't know. Italians. I hope they paid her a lot of money for that, because that's disgusting. Right, yeah. Joe Rogan was there like, bruh. I'm talking Fear Factor Joe Rogan, not... (laughs) Right. um, not MDMA. Not like, uh, I'm not a doctor, okay? Jamie, pull that up. <laughs> pull that up. Uh, so here, here's a question for you, a fun one. Yes. Would you rather, if you were in her position in, in this death scene, would you rather have cold guts or lukewarm guts? Uh, I'll take option three and have my my brain squished from the back oh, of my yeah. head. Yeah, like a, a, like a like stress the, ball. It's like the hat trick kill in this film. Yeah, that that definitely does seem to be kind of like somebody the... to just yank through my the back of my skull through my scalp and then pull mm-hmm. out my uh, yeah stress ball brain. Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy seeing someone's hand literally grip, uh, <laughs> yeah. grip through his skull three times. Like it's rubber. Three times in this film, I think there might be a fourth. I know three times specifically. At least three. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty intense. the um, The use of uh, imagination here is boundless. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's literally fucking nuts balls. Um, but yeah, so it's like the the zombies. I would say if you're looking for a zombie movie, this isn't what you're looking for exactly because it is much closer to like a cult. It is spooky ghost zombie dead things. And there is a, uh, a kill in this movie, which is just straight up a murder. Yeah. Oh, not, yeah. Not a zombie murder. Like yeah. a, a human. A cold-blooded. Yeah. Like mad dad murder. Yeah. But I think that it also kind of encapsulates, um, you know, with, with the with the backdrop being Dunwich and having this sort of, you know, say cosmic horror idea of what we're looking at here mixed with say something that we're I, i'd say is a little bit more mainstream with you know hell gates gates of hell are opening up and, and the dead are coming and so on and so forth and blah, 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 blah. you know uh it, the four thousand year old text yes um i think that it actually makes more sense with that kind of uh uh backdrop because it's like you know anything can kind of happen people are going crazy left and right it's not just the dead people you have to worry about like there's people having all sorts of uh colitis all sorts of colitis <laughs> from smoking maggots and stuff um i had to overall it's a really really fun film it's also the first lucio fulci film that we're actually covering on podcast for two people yeah we almost did uh zombie or zombie two i guess yeah the zombieing the zombie uh, the death the zombie flesh eaters yeah. We are going to eat you. Mm-hmm. Zombie shark. Zombie versus shark. That was such a good scene, though. Uh, that's a dope scene. Yeah. I was, uh, I, I think that we were, I think we just watched it way too late and we were just too fucking tired. Something like that. Yeah. 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 I, I think that was like the first movie we watched in like a two or three marathon. Marathon. Yeah. 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 Which, Which uh, I, was, will happen. Was, those are always fun, right? And it's like, uh, again, still we're kind of we're kind of putting out episodes as we can, you know. Like I'm I'm back at work and and kind of getting my my stuff sorted out, and we're both uh, streaming a little bit more on Twitch too, so that's pretty fun. So that those will be in the show notes for you to look at. Yeah, but we're still doing the podcast. Here we are. Here we are talking to you about City of the Living Dead. Uh, in the year of our Lord, 2021. <laughs> and uh, speaking of which, the the first one to go as part of this prophecy is is a priest, Father Thomas. Mm-hmm. For real, Williams Thomas. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> for, for real, real for real. William he hung himself Thomas. on that tree. <laughs> Using that, like, obelisk uh, thing in the, you know, like a grave st- statue thing. I don't know what you call those. It's just a giant grave marker. It's shaped like a like a big sp- spiky thing. A tombstone, if you will. Yeah, a large, a large one. But yeah, uh, and and then for Crypt. some reason, that just like sparks this whole prophecy of the of the dead coming back through a gate from hell, uh, or a gate to hell rather, in Dunwich, that existed somewhere below the cemetery, in some fucking mausoleum. Yeah. Of his family? In Dunwich. Yeah. Yeah, some of the, some of the stuff is like uh you you actually put this pretty well is that it's not necessarily supposed to be something that we're uh 
we're supposed to be able to draw the conclusion and like everything should be make sense and stuff. It's more just watch it. It's weird. Yeah, this is happening because it's that's what the story is. So shut up. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Lucio Fulci. Yeah, Lucio Fulci will come out of his grave and he will beat your ass. Yeah, I mean. It's what all of his movies are about. We'll stare at you until your eyes start bleeding. Fucking sick, though. That is cool. That, that was so fucking good. It's a very much a, like a, a yeah feeling of like hopelessness and like mm-hmm. creeping death. Yeah, like they, nowhere in the city is really safe. Though most of the stuff does seem to happen at night. The the omens kind of um, like the good old boys in the bar, right? Like the, none of our main characters really are there at all. You know, I they might. Does anyone stop there even, or is it just more of like a uh, the the reporter guy does the reporter he? and the the medium who dies uh-huh. in the seance in the beginning of the film, or so we're led to believe, and then right. she wakes up a day later at least. I'm not, yeah. it's kind of hard to get an idea how much time goes by, but yeah, uh, or how she you know wasn't found to be alive during you know an embalming process <laughs> that didn't happen for no yeah. reason. It's like just just throw the bitch in the ground she's done right she's even toast. though we we see like a like a mortician doing his job later yeah so who fucking knows there's a lot of that in Fulci movies yeah just uh, a and lot you know of what? don't ask about it and that's kind of why i love it <laughs> right yeah <laughs> it's just, it, it makes sense if you don't try to figure it out nonsensical horrific fun that's the dream logic yeah and and um i'd say that like I was gonna say they they yeah. go they go from New York to Dunwich to follow her vision because she sees this uh, priest hang himself mm-hmm. and then that's their almost that's their like storyline is driven to... driven to death from fear. Yes, and then things happen, and then they go to you know try and track down everything, and then it pretty much just turns into a Silent Hill game. Yeah, and uh, it's pretty fun, and so like we have two major parties kind of uh, going at this at two different angles. Some people, you know, uh, have a terrible fate befall them in some really awesome death scenes, as we kind of talked about before. Uh, anywhere from getting your, your brain squished out the back of your head. Um, or getting, like, your jawline drilled through. Oh, that uh, That scene actually had to be, Ooh. like, cut up for a theatrical release. I imagine, yeah. I think uh, I think the DVD we had, which I think was from Blue Underground. I'm not going to mm-hmm. go grab it and look right now, but right. there was a Anchor Bay DVD, and I think I have the Blue Underground one. Um, anyways, yeah, that uh, I think we got the uh, you know the uncut. Yeah, I was going to say there was a there was an uncut version of this that um that hit the UK like years later as a as a DVD. So it's like there was a very long amount of time. Oh yeah, 2001. To- 2001 totally uncut in the UK. Um that's literally 21 years after it that that we're actually able to see like something uh as far as, you know, what the true vision of the film was. Um honestly pretty pretty good you know and like the again like some of the kills definitely would have been like really horrific to see in 1980 oh yeah god damn Ooh, boy like rewatching the uh the the barfing scene it, mm-hmm. it actually had me feeling a little ill yeah which is weird because i don't think a movie has ever made me feel that way and for mean, quite some time meanwhile like it's usually me that has to like look away because i have an overactive imagination <laughs> i think i said that in our uh, brain dead episode where uh, I was eating those like delicious street tacos mm. with the salsa verde, and uh, we were we were seeing the um, the embalming scene with all the fucking goop getting fucking vomited everywhere, <laughs> and I was just like, bloop, 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 bloop. that was a fun time. It was really really fun. Um, yeah, this is this is enjoyable for all the right reasons. It's just like you know, you need to suspend your your disbelief. Yeah, I mean, if you're looking for a gore movie, this will I think this will deliver for you. Oh yeah. If you're just looking for a movie to watch to see some sick kills too, like yeah, pretty par for the course for Fulci, right? He's pretty much got you covered. Yeah, <laughs> Fulci thon. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's um it's a really good time to also see like uh, some different combinations of actors actresses that aren't totally complete bumbling fools the, uh, i felt a lot of that when we watched zombie that it <laughs> yeah. was just like oh they my just fucking there. god the part in zombie this is now a officially a zombie side review yeah when 
the zombies first start rising from the ground and that fucking great it's, it's it looks yeah it's awesome uh one, one thing also fulci has i don't know I don't, I'll, I'll we'll have to look up who does like the makeup for like the uh, effect creature effects because mm-hmm. like every fulci movie i've seen has like amazing like corpse yeah effects. like it is fucking so good um Makeup department was uh, Rosario Prestopino, which was the assistant. Franco Ruffini is the makeup artist and special makeup effects artist. And then Luciano Vito was the hairstylist. Great work. Um, yeah. Uh, so in, like, Zombie, when the zombies start rising out, and the one with, like, the sunk, the hollow eyes and, like, oh, worms yeah. and maggots on its face. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, it's it can't be longer than, like, a minute. Mm-hmm. But it feels like forever that this lady just sits and watches this zombie rise from the earth. Like, watching her death literally animate like and you come can, towards her. Yeah, and then, like, and then just take a chunk out of her neck and then kill her. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of funny. I'm, I'm looking at um, uh, that uh, that makeup artist, uh, Franco Ruffini. Mm-hmm. Never, did a, never did a horror movie before that or after that. Hmm. Looks like at least nothing as uh, far as like a, you know, spooky, scary, probably special effects gore thing. But yeah, wow, weird. Yeah, because it, it spectacular, straight out of the park. But I, I was before we watched the movie. I did feel like uh, I feel like all the Italian mm-hmm. uh, film people. I feel like everybody probably knew each other in those days. Yeah, yeah, especially with uh, seeing. Uh, you, I believe that you said his name correctly. Is it Michele? Oh, yeah, like Michele. Michele. Suave. 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 From uh, Demons and uh, a couple other things. I mean, obviously, he went on to direct and... Uh, I think he, yeah, he did, yeah. Did some Argento stuff. Yeah. We, we tracked down specifically Stage Fright, Church, and a few others. But, um, yeah, he just he did so well. Did so well at just being creepy and disgusting looking. I mean, he did the same exact thing in Demons. Really sets the tone when you see him like, what the fuck? Well, Suave in this movie, he was just like a boyfriend in the car. Mm-hmm. But Ooh. coming coming out back with his with being a zombie yeah. is what I'm saying. Like, he looked oh, great. He, okay, yeah, yeah. He, was he comes back in the jumped, bar scene. He, like, he did like, and, the, and the, the, the heroes jump off the bridge. Yeah, that was weird, man. That was like almost, uh, almost thriller-esque. Or like Sam Raimi. No, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like it's almost in. like a deadite kind of like and then entrance. Liam, Liam Neeson is like, I want the pink elephant. <laughs> Give it to me. And then the zombie's like, not hardly. You yeah. stepped over the line. And then we zoom out to see that Liam Neeson has yet again pissed his own pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. That's, um, that's like some king shit, though. Really, if you break it down, right? Yeah. Uh, oh God. Um. Not only, not only all of uh, all of these like other fantastic people, but as far as our like primary uh, movie runners, like having having Christopher George in there is is pretty awesome. Yeah, also, looking for the White Ninja. Yeah, looking. Yeah, <laughs> like how if you pull up his IMDb page, it's just him in his white suit with a ninja about, star in his chest. Yeah, about to fucking do <laughs> one of the longest death scenes ever. Catriona McCall is also there as uh, as Mary. Then we've got and Carlo yeah, she, be, she would be in the rest of the Gates of Hell trilogy. Yeah, so so good. Uh, the Beyond in House by the Cemetery. I wanted to. I wanted to. I wanted to also have us watch um, House by the Cemetery and probably the Beyond mm-hmm. too, because fuck it. Yeah, um, might as well just do the whole trilogy. Yeah, because yeah. uh, uh, the last drive-in showed. Um, yeah. House by the Cemetery recently. I, that was the first time I ever saw it. But yeah, what are you going to say? Hot take. Mm. The Witch Trilogy of the Argento, Three Mothers. Yeah. Mothers, or Gates of Hell Trilogy. I've I've seen Inferno. Uh-huh. I've... Which we've talked about I caught like the last like, hour maybe of um, Mother of Tears. Okay. A long time ago, so you're still missing about like an hour. Maybe? I yeah, I don't really have like the full scope mm-hmm. of the three mother. I didn't really care a whole lot for Inferno, though. I will say that. I will say that the Beyond stuck with me. The second one, and mm-hmm. then 
I didn't catch all of House by the Cemetery, but what I did catch was fucking awesome. Nice. <laughs> so I feel like uh, there's kind of like a three for three going for for the Gates of Hill. Hmm. Like, I feel like Argento. It's like you'll probably see. I think I said that in um, one of the movies we covered of his, but like, yeah, you'll see something that you haven't seen before, most likely. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I can say that for Mother of Tears. Right. Um. But yeah. So the 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 I would probably get in this case. Mhm. Maybe it's blasphemy. I mean, Suspirius, a really fucking strong movie. So fucking <laughs> But uh I feel like um I feel like Fulci's more consistent. Yeah. At least, yeah. Uh, at least for this this uh particular trilogy. Right. Yeah, that's just it is that I actually this really This has been Brent's film takes. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed what I what I saw here and it enticed me to actually want to go see the others. With mm-hmm. Suspiria, I was like, what a fantastic film. Yeah. Right there. You know, and it's just like, oh, there's there's others. And it's like, well I I myself haven't necessarily seen Inferno yet. I don't um, even know if I'll have to read I don't even know mm-hmm. if like uh, those movies were intended to be a trilogy. They're just sort of loosely related. tethered. Yeah, and yeah, because I mean, the Beyond is like with with City of the Dead, mm-hmm. Living Dead. Sorry, um, it's like a church is on top of like the gates of hell. Yep. Uh, the Beyond is like a hotel, or yeah, like a, it's a hotel. Yeah, a hotel in New Orleans. Is on top of the gates of hell. So it's three specific gates. And then uh, House by the Cemetery is a little different. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil yeah. it because I feel like I'd be giving some shit away. But right. um, there's there's a gate I am, to hell. I am so down. See, like the thing is, is that I I feel like. Oh man, I, I don't want to. I don't want to be a total fucking dick. Uh-huh. But I think that it would be like super fun, if we if we watched, the other two. Of the Gates of Hell trilogy. And then if we then went to Argento's trilogy, right? We, I mean, we've, we've seen I would Suspiria, watch we covered Suspiria. I would, I, would, I would watch Inferno again. I'd, uh, I don't know. I may not have given it a fair shake the first time, but there were there were some memorable moments. In right. The, they and we've, it worth we've, watching. Played, we've played it talking about yeah. watching Inferno for like... A year and a half. If we covered it, that'd be like what, like the fifth Argento movie. Yeah, man. Yeah, this is it's it's coming to a part where like there's there's a substantial amount of Argento films that we have covered, and that's okay because they're great films. They're yeah, really I just, fun. I just like I like Italian movies. Yeah, and I also would really enjoy adding more Lucio Fulci films to our repertoire. Mm, yes. And and uh, obviously, like a lot of the fun comes from sitting down and watching them. You know, it's it was such a good time. It was really spooky. I really enjoyed that. Um, it never really felt like it let up. It was tense the entire time. Um, there's not like just spooky, 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 but it's just like there's yeah, very uh constant yeah, like constant feeling mm-hmm. of like dread and hopelessness, which just kind of culminates and then the climax of the movie happens. Yeah, I also really enjoyed that he had scenes where things happened that were of consequence later mm-hmm. you know but like the enough time and other things and other places happened that you actually forgot about them and there were things that actually happened that you could not even at all you know uh see happening you know what i mean like you couldn't be like oh yeah i saw that coming right you know like having um i can't remember her name the older gal that they see in the um in the coffin in the coffin showing up just on the floor yeah. You know, like, weird shit. Yeah, like, why the fuck? Yeah, weird shit. The, and like, then, the, the brainiac fucking nerd-ass psychiatrist guys, like... Yep. Uh, okay, well, I guess we'll call the cops. Yeah. And I'll tell them what you told me, and then we'll see what happens. Right, exactly. Like, Even though the cops in this movie are, like, dumb as hell. Yeah, someone broke in and left this body here for no fucking reason. Yeah. Does that epic, not, like... Epic prank. Yeah, like, that's fucking terrifying, honestly. Like and subscribe. Yeah. hashtag corpse plant corpse plant (laughs) yeah check me on tiktok for all my corpse plant videos yeah but yeah no like there's there's a lot of really cool shit that he does in this film that are like part of the plot or plot adjacent that i just really really enjoyed uh, because I was like, oh shit, that, that, that's fucking weird. Or I wouldn't see that coming or, you know, like 
some characters don't just like die um, normal deaths and like people that you think are untouchable aren't you know like it's even at like peak ass moments too I would also say the uh, drill scene could be seen as like a, a fake out to people who've seen a lot of Fulci movies I feel like he almost wanted it to be yeah you know it's like any time that someone fucking walks by a uh, a window in an Argento film and like they get pushed against the window and they're like, yeah. huh. oh, their head's gonna go through. Whew. Yep. Whew. Oh man, that was close. Because then there's the, uh, when um, when the reporter breaks her out of the coffin. Yep. We see two very close. Oh yeah, he's fucking teasing it. Yeah. It's like, oh, is it gonna happen? Is it gonna happen? Not in this scene, maybe. I honestly thought that, like... Which I don't know if I said it when mm-hmm. we were recording, but uh, <laughs> I'm going to say it again, just in case. It's important. Uh, Fulci was getting mad at uh, Catriona because she kept blinking during the scene. Yeah. Which was actually... Uh, the scene in the graveyard was shot in New York, but the coffin was actually shot in Rome. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And, um... Or, like, the inside of the coffin. Right. That had a nice little nightlight in there for her. Um... <laughs> Uh, she would keep blinking when they did the takes. Yeah. And that that just apparently really fucking pissed him off. There were a lot of things about this film that sounded like they actually just pissed him off. I think um he uh, I think the cast or the crew was probably pissed off at him too. Oh yeah. I imagine there was he did all... some fucking terrible things to them. He had them do some terrible fucking things. Yeah, because yeah, I, like that looked like a real barf kind of. Yeah, it really did. In the so In the, the scene uh, that you're the maggot scene. Yeah. Uh, so you you were saying about the coffin scene. Then we'll talk about the maggot scene. Right. So he he gets pissed off, and he's like, "I'll show you how it's done." Yeah. He gets in the coffin, and then they do it. He does it one take without blinking, and he gets out. He's like, "If I can do it, you can do it." Ugh. He almost seems like a little bit of a sociopath. Apparently, he. I mean, he had a reputation for being like hard to work with. Yeah, I think he. Uh, I think I was just the kind of person he was. He just. I think he was just. He wasn't really like a people person. Right. Yeah. He but was like, definitely a monster. person. I heard like an, I don't. I can't remember the actress, but um. Yeah. Apparently, there was like a on one of the sets for one of the movies he did. Like when he was getting like all uppity and pissy, mm-hmm. one of the actresses just went, "Oh, Lucio, you're impossible," and then he just like immediately calmed the fuck down. Apparently, or just kind of <laughs> chilled out after. Oh my god! Like it just seems so. It, it seems unbelievable, but honestly, I, I right want, like someone just I, called him out and was just like, was just "You're like, fucking, you're being ridiculous." Yeah, like oh, I am. I'm being kind of a. Maybe it literally was just kind of the kickstart that he needed to, <laughs> like, to realize. Like I sometimes am... you gotta need somebody. Like, dude, you're kind of flying off the handle. Like, why don't you? Yeah, take it down a notch. He's like, oh, okay. Yeah, and I mean, like, I, I understand so, that making movies has got to be really fucking stressful, and when you actually have uh, a bit of a kind of um what do, what do I want to say like a library of films that you're already known for um each subsequent film kind of ends up having a little bit more stress I can't added remember to what it. he did before horror movies yeah because I think zombie was what he was most known for but mm-hmm. he had a film career before that that wasn't really taking off oh okay or just other like dr- like I think like dramatic films or non zombie horror, horror movies yeah that just yeah, like he wasn't really getting acclaim or recognition. I mean, I don't even think he really. I don't think he. I think he only really got known more years after he made most of these zombie movies. Anyways. Oh yeah, so I think like it was kind, just of kind of like carpenterism. A, yeah, I think where he's just like kind of burnt out and. Yeah, just kind of mm, leave this old man to his devices. <laughs> that and like he had a lot of health problems in the eighties. I think he kind of retired before the eighties. Oh. Ended. Oof. Yeah, that's, like I said, like, I mean, I, I feel like especially making movies like this and, like, you know, making sure that you want takes that look real and you want to elicit a very, very specific response, I think that it, it, it's got to be very stressful. Um, not coming to the defense of a person that I have no idea who yeah. who he was or how he was like or anything like that. Because there was, I mean, like, people would say he hated women, which I don't really know if that's true. Maybe he was, like, an asshole to women a lot, but... right. So that necessarily means you hate him. I don't know. I'm not going to right. weigh in on that too much, but, like, I don't know. It just seems like that was just the kind of person he was, just kind of a pissy Kind of dude. an overall dick. Maybe, yeah, when he was in his, I don't know, 
of he just yeah wasn't really meant to be a people person right yeah and there's there's plenty of people that are in that industry that aren't they're there to cash a check like that's that's their job it's kind of hard you know when uh we see someone who's who's um kind of like the name or the face behind the thing that we really enjoy or we find a lot of entertainment from and then we find out that they're fucking assholes. It's like going to conventions and being like, do you want to meet this person? I could deal with someone just being like kind of a dickhead. Mm-hmm. You know, just like yeah. maybe like offhand comments. But like when it's like, oh, okay, yeah, no, you have you have been like molesting and raping for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, okay, yeah, no, fuck you. But if it's yeah, just like. Time, time to forget you ever existed. Like, oh, he called me a fucking cock mongrel on set or some shit. Yeah. And then, what was it? Uh, Russell Crowe. Was he the one that uh, that fucking like decked that photographer, that like Probably. news reporter, and like? Didn't he like throw a telephone at somebody? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he, had, he had some anger problems, which I think he might have worked on. I don't know. Who knows? And there's Jeremy Renner. We're finding out like who <laughs> download like, the app, the Renner app. Ugh. All my Renner heads. Show <laughs> <laughs> up. You can you can see every time for that real, Jeremy for real, Renner, Thomas grave <laughs> you can see every time that jeremy renner does a line of coke and uh shoots his gun in his house with his family living there By or the that time that, uh, or that time he bit his daughter <laughs> <laughs> come to daddy home <laughs> but yeah yeah that man that man portrays a superhero yeah we can all look up to that i think yeah so it's just like one of those things where it's like we don't know these people. Yeah. We don't know people in the industry or what they're like when they're not on screen. I think the real lesson is never stand anyone but yourself. Yeah. I mean, uh, Peace. we Keep... we recently took a video off of our uh, library. Yeah, I left it hidden for now. Yeah. Just yeah. Maybe maybe a later date we'll put it back up. But yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's just like you gotta you gotta pay attention to the media that you put that you kind of take in and um it hurts it hurts sometimes when you're like oh man wow especially when like i'm pretty sure i say in that episode that like i really like stuck up for the person yeah (laughs) yeah i i did as well yeah where it's just kind of like oh yeah visionary fantastic can't wait to see more really deserved a better break for his film career maybe not but yeah so it's 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 definitely one of those things who fucking knows but um Maybe maybe someday we'll end up getting a documentary. Probably not. I guess what I'm saying is that maybe Fool 2 is a dickhead, but not... A monster. A big piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, hey, that can be expected. I, know. I never knew the guy, and he's fucking dead now, so... Yep. I like his movies, though. I like his movies. They're pretty fun. And, um, I yeah, I, I think that overall, I definitely recommend City of the Living Dead, but it's got to be to somebody that is either in the mood for some gore. You got to, yeah, I mean, if, if if somebody doesn't watch horror movies, obviously, or, like, is looking for a horror movie mm-hmm. to watch, that they never, like, oh, I don't really watch a lot of horror, what would be a good thing? Not City of the Living Dead. Not City right. of the Living Dead. Probably not any Fulci movie. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, like, this is, this is definitely um, a very specific brand of horror that I really do enjoy, though. Oh, yeah. But, uh, that, like, you know, we're gore fiends, we're I, slaughter goblins. I like... I don't know. I like the Italian take mm-hmm. on the horror genre. Yeah. We're basically, um, anytime, uh, you know, like other, the inverse of it is true usually as well. Uh-huh. But when like, for example, uh, Japanese people try catering to Americans. Oh yes. With like what they think Americans think are cool. They should just do what they think is cool. Because but then we, we get, but that's then, cool. But then we get stuff like, I feel like we get like no more heroes or like yeah um the main character I do enjoy that though. The main character in Binary Domain. Yeah. I don't know if you played that game. Mm-mm. It's it was made by the Yakuza team. <laughs> There's you have a guy in your team named Big Bo. Big Bo. Wait, we've talked about this before. Yeah, it's like Binary Domain has Big Bo, Gears of War has no Big Bo. Has no Big Bo. What do you think the better cover shooter is? <laughs> right, yeah. God, there was a... Um, there's, or the Resident Evil movies? Uh, and I was going to say, like, yeah, like... CGI movies? I don't know. If, I mean, I, I don't... I feel, I feel like... The, I don't know if the Italian horror movies were made to be sold to Americans, but, like... Right. Specifically to cater like, to Americans, but I feel like there's stuff that they do to, like, sort mm-hmm. of try and, like, bridge the gap. Yeah. They shoot these movies in Rome, but... Or uh, some of scenes in New York. I think they, mm-hmm. they shot some of Zombie... Two in New York, um, a lot of Cannibal Holocaust is shot in New York, and I think, I want to say the film crew, maybe not, 
I might be wrong. It's been a while since I watched it, but I think the film crew in Cannibal Holocaust are supposed to be Americans. Okay. Okay. Even though, like, it doesn't really appeal because the film crew in that movie is a huge piece of shit, are huge pieces of shit. <laughs> Actual pieces of shit, not assholes. Like, they are monsters. Actual, um, monstrous. That the main character humans. in that movie at the end has to ask, I wonder who the real cannibals are. Damn. And then, yeah. It's them. I'm, I'm kind of losing the thread here, but, uh,. I like it when that happens. I like, yeah, I don't know. You get cool stuff like yeah. Travis Touchdown or like. Right. Um, what else? I feel like there's other stuff that I can mention, but I can't really think of right now. But there's, it's it's a cool. Uh, Monster Hunter World. Yes. I don't know if that's on. Or like you get a, what's that um, Yu-Gi-Oh character? Oh, yeah. Who thinks Americana it? guy. Yeah. Yeah. You get Rex. guys like that. Yeah, that's hilarious. I can't remember. I can't remember his last name, but I know his first name's Rex. Rex America. Yeah, he's like, every country belongs <laughs> to America. Like I don't. I imagine that's supposed to make fun of America, but that's just oh, hilarious. Yeah. That's it, awesome. It really is. It appeals to me. And Joey, Joey's basically like, "Hey, you yugs!" <laughs> like, he's like definitely a Bronx kid. But yeah, um, I, I think that I think we're that all it's... just walking around here with guile hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely one of those films that I would say, like, if you're interested in seeing what Italian horror looks like, this is this is a pretty good one. To I start would probably on. say check out Zombie first, and then yeah. if you can dig that, then definitely check out more Fulci movies. I would yeah. check this one out next. Yeah, because I, yeah, I guess this is like a little bit more. Zombie like... Two is. The one he's most likely known for. Also yeah. funny, I mean, I know this isn't a Zombie 2 episode, but it's called Zombie Flesh Eaters. Yeah. Uh, it was supposed to be a sequel to Dawn of the Dead, which was called Zombie. Yeah. In Italy. <laughs> All the names get so fucking mixed up and convoluted. Uh, it's just a thing that happened a lot. Not yeah. even like just Italian movies, but like, like uh, when we when we did Deep Red and we talked about like the the various names. That's all right. Go ahead. Uh, when we were doing Deep Red and we were actually talking about the various names of the movie, you know, Profondo Russo, um, Cat of Nine Tails, uh, Saber Toothed Tiger. Cat of Nine Tails was its own movie. I thought that was uh you had brought it up. I thought that it was uh one of its own one of its titles. I don't think you said that in the episode. Oh well. But if, yeah. if you did, I my brain was like no. off. Like, yeah. But yeah, me, like me I, dummy. I, I always wanted them to to call it Sabretooth to Tiger, but I guess the whole reason why they didn't want to do it was um because there were a lot of movies coming out that same year that had like a whole bunch of like goofy animal names. Okay. Yeah. But uh, I, I swear that there was also, um, oh, Tenebrae. I think Tenebrae also had like an animal name, like working title at one point. Probably. And then it just didn't. And it's kind of like, where's all my animal title movies at, yo? Oh, <laughs> uh, you could watch um, the uh, animal trilogy by Joel Petrikas. Oh, yeah, yeah. Buzzard. <laughs> coyote, uh, ape, and then buzzard. Yeah, coyote, ape, and buzzard. Really, really good shit. We stand a Joel Petrikas here, <laughs> and also uh, we we covered um, we covered Relaxer and Buzzard and Buzzard. Yeah, we did do a Buzzard. Oh God, Buzzard's so fun. I want meatballs now. I want meatball spaghetti now. Even <laughs> though I just watched someone vomit up a whole bunch of organs. That should be that should be in like one of the top ten scenes of the twenty tens. Oh yeah, ha! <laughs> That's literally how I felt going through COVID. It was like I have a giant wound on my hand covered in duct tape. I'm literally resting in nonsensical clothing, and I'm just being on a slob. stolen money. Yeah, it's probably gonna bounce pretty soon. Yep. Hell yeah. <laughs> just uh, yeah, eat your eat your spaghetti sloppily before you watch City of the Living Dead. Unless you have a really strong stomach, then I mean, you know, go ahead and eat up. I could watch buddy. it again. I wouldn't get sick. I don't care. <laughs> I think it's just like I, I I did like throw up not too long ago. Oh damn! I haven't thrown up in a while. That's like one time. of my. It's <laughs> like one of my least favorite things. It's not. Yeah, no, it wasn't fun. It wasn't fun. Oh god, I I just hate like yeah, knowing some, like, it's yeah, coming. It was, like, some shitty twenty four hour bug, but like I don't know, maybe think of that. But no, I just, just yeah. It, it's it's a very effective scene in going for uh, the mm -hmm. uh, shock value. Yeah, it's the sounds, the sights. God, the sounds were pretty fucking in there, huh? 
even broken up with like the guy in the car next to him, played by Michaela Suave, is like, oh, what? What the heck? And then yeah. trying to like get out of the car. That's another and thing believe, too. And then, and then and then yeah, he gets his he gets his head yank, his his scalp yanked off. Buh. That's another thing too. Squishy, squishy I, did, brain. I didn't really notice. <laughs> I didn't really notice. Um, all your all your insults bounce off my bouncy brain. That <laughs> <Yeah>, bouncy brain. <laughs> I uh, I didn't really notice any like really bad stupid 1980s lines from anybody either. Like they're um, pretty much kind of the do- the psychiatrist yeah. when he's talking to oh um, yeah his first she's like oh you're just battling uh, neurosis like 70 percent of the female population. It's like that's Shut a the fuck up. <laughs> yeah that's a, that's a bad one. Like why did why did why did he get to live? He, it should have been the reporter who didn't get his brain yanked out. Yeah, it should have been him. The, the role should have been reversed. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. And uh, Spoiler alerts. Who the fuck is John John, and why is he running at the camera at the end and then smashing? <laughs> smashing. Okay, actually, the ending. We can talk about the ending now. It's long enough into the episode. Yeah. Um, that wasn't how it was supposed to go down. There was really? supposed to be, like, it was It was supposed to be, like, a happy, just a uplifting ending. Where, like, but something like, was oh, fucked hey. up with, like, the footage or something, so oh. they just recut it. To like a weird, like weird op- nonsensical open. fucking yeah, like closer. Yeah, like was he like running through the gates of hell? Was the fear coming back? And then she was right. just wasn't really. She hadn't really come down from the fear, and then in her mind that like all the bad, the bad stuff was still happening. Yeah, because like it was, it was one of those things where it's like, let me show you a picture of something good. But then make you hear something terrible and confuse the fuck out of your brain. Or like show you a like a very tasty treat, but then and like let you eat it. But I have to give you insults whispered to you. Mm-hmm. And then you know, like a word of warning: if you're at the makeout point with your so, yeah. Um, and then like you hear uh, weird noises. I mean, I think you can take that away from just about any horror movie, the 1980s, right? And 70s too, probably. While we're at it, one would hope. Just just start the car and go. Just start the but car. But if car and go. won't start, hopefully hopefully you have you have phone. But if you don't have phone, they didn't have phone back then. And then, then what we, do? You, you get your <laughs> you, you get, get bouncy your, brain. You get your skull skull uh, crunched. Dude, I can't wait for my brain to just be freed from this cranial shell of a prison. And uh, do you remember the scene in Saw Three when um, they have to perform like a. Like oh, a, the the head peeling thing. The brain they gotta, tumor, like, like they had to like. It's like all right, I'm gonna drill holes into your tumor. So like, oh yeah, yeah. The the hemorrhaging stops or something. Yeah, you know. I'm a doctor. I know. I, I was like, I was watching. And I was like, I know. I know. That's how, I know. That's how that works. Yeah, I have 72 in medicine actually. So, <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, this is going to work. My street surgeon skill is pretty high. <laughs> street surgeon, gross. More like shotgun surgeon. Am I right? <laughs> Yeah. Am I right? I'm always jumping around at uh, lightning speed. <laughs> and then shooting and then reloading instantly. I love it. But yeah, no, I uh, I had a good time. I think that this is a, this is a really good uh, Fulci movie. Um, just really, really great across the board. Um, I would highly recommend it to anybody that has watched Fulci films and has decided that they enjoy that specific flavor of horror. And um, if you haven't yet, I think that following Brent's advice was starting with Zombie 2 and then coming back here for uh, City of the Living Dead. Um, they are very... It's going to be really good. They're, they're very different uh, totally, very, though, I would say. Very. Where I, where Zombie 2 is actually very, very close to like, actual zombies. Like Night of the Living Dead. Yes. Or, yeah, very much so a zombie movie. There are walking like a, dead hordes. Kind of like a... Cla- like white, I think it was White Zombie, mm-hmm. which was like... It was like voodoo... Mm-hmm. What created all them zombies? Yeah, yeah, very Dead Island. Yeah, yeah, perfect. But yeah, I think that <laughs> I think that starting there to kind of get a taste for for Lucio Fulci is a good idea. Then coming here, and then if you're curious as to whether or not the Gates of Hell trilogy is worth your time, hopefully when you come to ask yourself that question, we will have some more answers as we will be delving deeper deeper and yep. deeper 
follow us in if you dare. Yeah. It's gonna be spooky. I'm gonna I'm gonna be looking around for some gorness. The the earth, the wind, and the fire. <laughs> Recorded three of their major disco hits. <laughs> um. Yeah. We'll probably cover them. Yeah. At some point. Absolutely. Hopefully. Hopefully not too long from now. But um. Obviously, schedules are wonky as always. Um, and, uh, I mean, like, I got my two vaccinations, I think, I think you're still on a waiting list, just waiting uh, yeah, to I find it, up. and, I've uh, been, I've been slacking, slacking, and, it's uh, kind of thing. you know, doing Twitch, you can always, uh, find Aaron and myself hanging out on Twitch, either playing something spooky, or painting together, or sometimes I just paint alone, or play something spooky by myself. There's all sorts of stuff, but you can check that in the uh, in the show notes in the channel. Brent, what have you been uh, what have you been playing lately? Uh, I played through Resident Evil Eight. I would actually I would big I, spooky. I would put that on like upper tier Resident Evil, honestly. Oh yeah, yeah. More than more so than seven. I mean, yeah. Because it honestly like, seven from, has its place still, but like yeah. For uh, me. The big thing about eight didn't really seem like it had a RE seven boat moment where the game just kind of sucks after yeah, that. Yeah, just kind of shits the bed. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like like from start to finish. Yeah, it's I I don't really think there are any like weak points besides maybe like the beginning. Oh right, just getting through the beginning part yeah. to the actual portion of the game where it's kind of like a choose once the your game like opens up and you actually get to the village the hub village area you can't really i was under the impression that like you would be able to um kind of pick right where you go but it's kind of like it's, one actually leads to another you have to go to lady d first yep. then you have to go to ben Viento, then you have to go to moreau mm-hmm. then you deal with uh heisenberg's bullshit and right. then like the end of the game yeah and it's like uh it it did feel like each of those places that you go to does get a little bit more linear. Yeah, as I mean, it goes. there's it's like the tube narrows. I was kind of think when you're going through like Lady D's mansion, it's very much like a mansion. You try that door, lock from the other side. You try that door, need a key. Okay, those are the only two doors here. I guess I'll go up these stairs. Mm-hmm. This door's locked from the other side. This door also needs a key. The last door is the one you can only go through. It's the only like. Whereas if you talk about Resident oh, Evil, like yeah, yeah. one remake, yeah. one as well, Diamond Door, so on and so forth. Or uh, yeah, actually, maybe you have, if we're talking about RE one, maybe armor. you have the Diamond Key, the armor, yeah. yeah, the Diamond Key, the Armor Key. There's yeah, it's like where should I go first? Yeah, I need to explore this whole area. There, I feel like a um, Resident Evil Eight. I guess is more focused. Yeah, which you could call a strength. Yeah, I mean it is. It is focused. That is a good thing, but also it, I, I I do kind of miss the uh, the kind of like where also like the, an air of, of mystery. The, the mystery, yeah, and like the kind of I don't, I don't know if feeling lost would be the term, but like almost like overwhelmed with like yeah 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 options in terms give of us, like where you should be, what you should be doing. Give us like a almost like a new formula to work with. Yeah. Even though, like, I mean, playing Resident Evil Remake now, it's like, okay, there's an optimal path I can take because I play this so many fucking times, yep. and I know the layout, but, like, first time through, no, yeah. like, it took me forever to be because I was dumb. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we, we all change as, as we go on. Our, our tastes also, obviously, mature. Um, you, what have you, uh, you been streaming lately? Um, I haven't streamed for a little bit, but... Usually DCS or some random boomer shooter with some with some sick ass tunes. I played a uh, witch hunt again for a little bit. That and I cool. saw that you played Unloved too. Yeah, that's pretty good stuff. That's a that's a game I can kind of just go back to at any time and just yeah, that's around. really fun to watch. Just because the the monsters and things are just so fucking weird. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good though. Um, right now I'm going through Disco Elysium, Final Cut, and Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Um, which I, I still got to go in and kind of like change up my schedule and everything like that. I did hit affiliate. You're like literally on the cusp of affiliate. Yeah. You have one one little check mark to make. I haven't streamed in a while, so I might have to do some other shit again. But yeah. yeah. But yeah. So uh, go ahead, check us out on there if you're if you're really uh, feeling randy. Feeling randy. Uh, I'm starting to kind of get some of my videos, like my video on demands, kind of put up on YouTube. Um, but I haven't done any like hardcore editing or anything like that, so they're just kind of like 
they're in two places. Uh, but yeah, so check the show notes for stuff like that as per always. And, uh, thanks so much for coming to hang out with us, talk to, uh, each other about a really awesome movie. And, uh, I guess some plans for the future. I would really like to get those, uh, gates of hell movies watched and covered as well. I'm very curious and I want to talk about them. So I don't really say I have any other pressing, Mm-mm. pressing films I'd like to show for this, yeah. for this program. Yeah, I also besides haven't really like, had anything as far as like games that I've really wanted to talk about. Besides maybe the Saw series. Yeah, yeah, and like as far as games go, like we're still playing through Monster Hunter Rise. It's a good game. It's a good game. I don't know if we really need to do an episode on it right now, though. It's it's uh it's the best time to hop into Monster Hunter if you haven't yet. Did you see like uh, Yoko Taro's like uh, musing on like what he would do with the Monster Hunter story? No. It's depressing. Oh, God. Yeah, of course it is. It's fucking Yoko Taro. <laughs> I, I hear Replicant's really good, though. I gotta play that. Yeah, I hear it's very, very good. Like, super good. I ain't got time for I'm I'm already trying to play through Metal Gear Solid Five. Yeah, and that yeah. I got, I got too much shit. I don't mean that in necessarily a bad way, but... Yeah. There's just a lot of shit. Yeah. It's, it's overwhelming, man. There's yeah. so much. But yeah, anyway, thanks again yep. for, for showing up. And uh, if you want to hang out with us off the air, uh, check the show notes. All right. Let's uh, let's go on and get... I, uh, I need some veal guts in my <laughs> uh, mouth. I've been, I've been holding them in my mouth this whole episode. So, like, you know... It's, 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 it's,